Have you heard about the social media platform for kids? It's called Zikazoo. It's a great place where kids like me can come together to make fun videos. Videos moderated by real people who review content before it's posted to the feed. I love the dance challenges. I love that it's Kids Safe COPPA certified. Uh, I don't know what that means. It means it has built-in privacy protections for your online data. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network. For kids. <laughs> Download the Zigazoo app today. Managing your diabetes just got easier. The powerful new Dexcom G7 lets you see your glucose numbers on your compatible watch and phone without finger sticks. And because Dexcom G7 is the most accurate CGM system, you can be confident in your food, exercise, and medication decisions. And all those decisions can lead to big results, like more time in range and lower A1C. Get started at Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom. Smart journalism. Fascinating topics. Words that describe CNN's podcast, The Assignment with Audie Cornish. We are revisiting the public school culture wars. What have we learned from the kids who fought against book bans? We really started the club to get students reading these books. Students have an opinion in this fight, too. How has the war over books sparked a backlash to the so-called parents' rights movement? It's not okay what they're doing, and they're being watched. Listen to The Assignment with Audie Cornish, streaming now on the iHeartRadio app. Welcome to the Scene to Scene podcast. I am your host, Valerie Complex. Today, I am chatting with Ji Young Yu. Ji Young stars as co-lead in the six-part limited series, Expats. I think I learn a little bit with every character that I play. I think usually I play a character and it causes enough introspection that I learned something about myself. I honestly can't gush enough about Freaky Tales. I'm so excited to share it with more people. If you like what you hear, be sure to review, like, and subscribe to the Scene to Scene podcast. This is the Nightcap with Tim Murray and Super Bowl champion Sean King on VSIN, the sports betting network. and running on a Friday evening. It's good to have the crew back in together. Sean King is here, and look at that. Look at that hat. Derek Stevens looking looking the part with the, with the rodeo in town. I have seen well over 10,000 cowboy hats this week. <laughs> it's amazing, isn't it? <laughs> they are everywhere. And is that is that your own? Is that your custom? Is that you... The hat you bust out every yeah, week of the custom. rodeo. You can see Look it at perfectly that. fitted, Ooh. all that. Look at that. Can anyone, can you see that? The D right oh, there. Oh, nice. It's looking sharp. Nice. Look at all that hat's made out of pure beaver, Tim. Look at that. A pure beaver. Look at that. Is that a cigar at the top? Look at that. Check that out. Oh, nice. Very I good. like that. Now, there are so many different events that take place in Las Vegas. Whether it be, I mean, this weekend we've got a UFC fight back here. Uh, Adele's coming in in January. We got Raiders games. How big is the rodeo for business for you? It, it's a monster. I mean, I took a handful of people that never went to NFR before this this uh, this rodeo, and uh, you know they had a ball. They 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 love it. Um, I would say, I would say NFR is probably the most significant event in annually in Vegas. Really? Bigger yeah. than March Madness? Well, you know, it's the fact that it's in uh it's in uh December mm-hmm. and it lasts as long as it does, 11 days and it's yeah. uh 
it's a, it's a packed house. It's a lot of fun. It is a lot of fun. And the amount of money that comes into town. I mean, March Madness, those four days are unbelievable. Right. You know, Super Bowl is a great weekend. But 11 days of rodeo, I'll tell you what, economics indicate that rodeo is most important. Wow. I'm officially a cowboy. Yeah. I made the decision. Did you get out there? Yeah. You, you ride know. a bull? Rope, rope, no, rope, no, no, rope, no, no, rope. No, not the activities part. Oh, okay. <laughs> Just the dress code. You know oh. how much money I can save? I mean, just give me a couple pair of jeans, some boots. Yeah, yeah and a couple of hats, and I'm good to go. A couple of Wranglers, or you'd be yeah. in good shape. Absolutely. And it's, I mean, it's everywhere. It's, it's, it's down here. I didn't realize because it, it was, I think it was canceled last year because of yeah. COVID. I didn't realize how it, it, it ranged the entire city because, you know, on my drive into work, I pass by our good friends over at the South Point, and they've got it going on over there. We've got things going down down here. There are, there are trailers all over the city. I, I didn't realize that it ranged the entire city. Yeah, I mean, you got Plaza's got the junior rodeo, so you got the you got the little guys over there, right? And then uh, you know all of um, all the livestock and cattle being housed all over town. I mean, this is a this is a monster industry. And, and is uh, it over this weekend? Tomorrow night's the last night okay. of rodeo. Um, but unbelievably, um, the uh, all around champ has already been determined. Uh, there's uh, there's one particular rider. He's a saddle bronc rider and a bull rider. And um, he uh, he won a number of these go rounds. And uh, yesterday, he uh, he actually won his uh, bull riding event, got gold buckle two days in a row, and uh, he has now set the all time record for winnings. So we're kind of sitting on top of a, a a kid by the name of Stetson Wright. Look at the look at the knowledge we're getting right now. Uh, see, we used rodeo. To, we used to sponsor the Wright brothers. Did you really? Yeah, we all, a whole bunch of them. Stetson's <laughs> a younger uh, one of the younger kids, and. Uh, he uh, he has now won all around, but but basically in rodeo, you're looking at effectively what is Michael Jordan or or, or Wayne Gretzky wow. here. Stetson Wright. Stetson Wright. Yep. Nice. A, can you bet on? I haven't seen anywhere. Is anywhere in town that takes some action on? We we booked it a couple did years you? ago. Oh, yeah, okay. we did book it. We booked Saddle Bronc and all that. Saddle Bronc is probably one of the most competitive. Okay. Um, and uh, you could find places that'll book it. <laughs> uh, Derek Stevens. Riding solo, uh, Big Balls has been a little bit under the weather. Uh, I've heard yeah. he's on the mend. I uh, heard he was back back in the house today, so that's good to hear uh, that he's feeling better. Banksy is uh, on assignment at the Golden Knights game. Uh, you know, Sean was sitting here betting against the hometown team earlier this week. Bet the stars. It was 4-2. to two. He was feeling good. He was doing his little <laughs> Sean shimmy and... Uh, <laughs> And the Knights and then scored a, three on the answer goal. What a comeback! But <laughs> and what what a, that, that, I think that was a a monumental game in the course of a long long season. Pete DeBoer pulling Robin Leonard mm-hmm. and boom. And and his quote was, you know, we needed a spark, and boy oh boy did the spark happen. So I learned from my mistakes. I have the Knights puck line tonight. <laughs> so let's <laughs> let's oh hope boy. they play with that same skill well. and vigor. That they played with the what, other night. Uh, what, so you, you got Golden Knights minus one and a half tonight? Yes. What uh, was the number you got? Uh, minus 102. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Because the line on, just on the games moved up. I mean, it's up to two mm-hmm. over 240 right yeah. now. And I bet it here. Very nice. Taking yeah. take, so, take Derek's money. Come on, bet somewhere else. 
No, me and my cowboy friends, we want to have another crap session after the show tonight. So yeah. I got to make sure I got enough dollar bills to keep up with these guys. <laughs> a couple of nights ago, yeah, Sean was uh, was was chumming it up with some of the the local, uh, well, not the locals, some of the, the cowboy folks. Yeah. So you were... Our table attracted a lot of attention. Yeah, you were, you know. Even Banksy showed up. Oh, where, where'd you shoot up the hand? Oh, uh, right here in front of Long Bar. Oh, okay. Yeah, right. Okay, good. Two from two down from Roulette. Okay, very yeah. good. Uh, Vegas and Philadelphia just about to get underway here at Circa Vegas minus two forty. Uh, looks like that opens minus two twenty five. So yeah, it is. It got as high as two forty seven. So it looks like a little bit of buyback on Philadelphia, but a pretty significant underdog. And then uh, Winnipeg and Vancouver coming up later on this evening. Uh, we got Puckstradamus. I do. Big better on, on the I ice. Am. I am. I have a big single bet on uh, the Knights. And I also have a 16 Puckstradamus special. Oh Ooh. God. Yes. Oh God. We have Panthers and under, Knights and over, Canucks and over. Okay. That's the sweat tonight. There you go. Panthers and under. 2-1 at the end of the first, I think. 3-1. Yeah, that ain't good when you got the under. Yeah, so you got six there. Uh, Maybe but... they'll switch goalies. <laughs> <laughs> what uh, What was your total? What would you do on the Knights? You went over? Yes. Over the Knights. Yes. I would never play a Golden Knights game under. Okay. I, I'm over, I won't touch the total. Like, for whatever reason, offensively, they remind me of the Lightning. Like, they're that good when we were full strength. But they're Defense, you know, has leaves a lot to be desired at times. So they're kind of built to be in shootouts. Yeah. You know, really good front line. Just okay goalie. So over. We we saw some pretty good prop action on uh will there be a goal on a couple of guys tonight. Pacioretty. Oh, I saw one. the list over there, yeah. yeah. I mean, but Pacioretty's been paying off uh big time here recently. He's so. the one that just got back a couple games ago, right? Right. From injury. Yeah. No, no, Stone. Well, Stone came back, and then Pacioretty came back. But mm-hmm. Pacioretty's been uh, the hot one. Stone finally got a goal after a little while, but it's been Pacioretty's been uh, – everybody's been really banking on. So, uh, last night, Thursday night football, uh, and the Vikings are allergic to winning uh, comfortably. So, 29 to nothing, and then it comes down to the last play. Did you know that of the 13 Viking games, 10 of them have been determined on the final play of the game? Think about that. That is wow. outrageous. Where do I have the Vikings at? Are they are they are they covered? Where are the Vikings? They're they, behind the yellow tape. But they covered. They're not trustworthy. Well, they're not well, trustworthy. But if you yeah. bet them last night, they made them make you sweat. But it's but not they, good for your heart. Oh no, it's not good to for your heart. To be up twenty nine zero and be sweating it out late in what should have been Pittsburgh going for two to send it to overtime. I mean, great throw by Big Ben, right? That was a really good throw. Harrison yeah. Smith, though, came through he with did. a really nice play. One Notre Dame player was contributing, and the other one was doing everything <laughs> well, the funny to thing, keep his team from winning. Well, the funny thing about it, Chase Claypool, on that drive, which we'll get to the uh, the boneheaded moment, but on that drive, he was interfered with, and somehow he made that yeah. catch. That was tremendous. Yeah. But He started the game tripping. Yeah, he gets the personal yeah. foul. He gets benched. Uh, like that just was such a light skin move. 36 seconds to go. No timeouts. First, First down. down. We're, we're, we're screaming over here. We're like, what are you doing? What are you doing? <laughs> you should have heard his explanation. So he said, I got the first down, and I did my first down thing. I knew we were on the hash. I was waiting for the ref to come to me so I could give him the ball, and one of my teammates knocked the ball out of my hand. That's why the extra seconds ran off the clock. That's what he said on the podium. Oh, my. 
Is it? It. I feel like it's something about wide receivers. Are they just no, allergic? No, no. It's to just guys sense? from Notre Dame. So you're allowed <laughs> to get away with that behavior, and it's oh, hard to break it. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Gotcha. Gotcha. It's all changing now, though. My guy Marcus Freeman's in charge. About to tighten up the ship over there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm excited about it. Look, I'm 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 pulling for uh, for Mr. Freeman. Are you going to South Beach? I am not, and I'm not, and I'm uh, I'm upset. I'm not going, but I'm not going because it's New Year's Eve. Yeah, I can't go on New Year's Eve, so yeah. that's why I'm that's why I'm uh, tapped out. I got. I gotta admit something. When we, because we had a little text exchange about this, yeah. I shed a tear. I mean, because when I sent it out, I was like, I know Derek's about to hit me back. You going? We leaving such and such. We'll be back such and such. And I was like, uh, I cried a little bit. Well, and then I'm I'm thinking about it too, because I I mean I realize that you know Las Vegas New Year's it's huge, and I'm thinking the two options were either AT and T Stadium, Jerry's World, which great stadium, but. And then South Beach, right? New Year's Eve. Yeah, your team never been there before. I would tell you if they'd have been playing in Dallas, we might have been able to figure out the time. And I tell you, <laughs> but down at South Beach, there's well, no way it to get been, back. Because uh, that game starts at noon Pacific. Right, it's an early game. The early so we game. We might have been able to make it. Yeah. Well, I will say this though: Can we mark you down if Michigan wins? For you to be in Indianapolis. I think there's a pretty good shot of that. <laughs> well, I'll say this. You probably want to be there because that'll be Harbaugh's last game. Oh, come as on. As Michigan's head coach. Come on. He I, thinks, I, yeah, this I is the hot you, take of the hot takes. Jim Harbaugh will be the next head coach of the Las Vegas Raiders. Of oh, the Las Vegas Raiders. I know you were saying that at the bar last yeah, night. he'll be here in time. He's, he's trying to speak this one into existence. I don't know. I like Jim Harbaugh as a coach. I don't, I'm not a big fan of his antics, but I like Michigan to beat Georgia. I'm taking Michigan money. I like the points. Are you really? Yeah. Okay. I like the points. I do. Uh, I think Michigan's playing their best football. We'll talk a little bit more about this. Maybe some of that early handle. Circa has a national championship lineup as well. We got Survivor to talk about. We got a lot of things to hit on. The man, the myth, the look at this hat. It's the nightcap here on Visa. I'm Dr. Sanjay Gupta, CNN's chief medical correspondent, and this is Chasing Life. Three out of four U.S. adults are considered overweight or have obesity. 75% of Americans. Dr. Fatima Cody-Stanford. Our weight is one factor that plays a role in our health, but by itself, it doesn't give us the full story of who we are. We have to look at our full person. Listen to Chasing Life, streaming now on the iHeartRadio app. Hey, this is John Ridley. And this is Matt Carey, documentary editor at Deadline. And welcome to Talk Talk. John, we've got a hard-hitting episode today. A lot of controversy. Well, maybe we should put the word controversy in quotes in the documentary field about the nominees for Best Documentary Feature. We're going to get into that with some amazing panelists. You get a shot, but the individuals behind every one of those images, they're complicated and they are human. This has been Doc Talk. Thank you. Great conversation. Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was edited so well. 
I think you're so talented. Social media interactions are only positive when you use Zigazoo. Zigazoo is the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. Your kids can upload their content and see what their friends are up to. With Zigazoo, they can create videos, enter to win prizes, and try out the latest dances and trends. There's no commenting, no text messaging, and everything is 100% human moderated. Plus, all community members are real, verified kids just like yours. There are no bots, trolls, or AI. Because Zigazoo is about one thing and one thing only, and that is fun. Try out Zigazoo this spring break and let your kids share your vacation vlogs and best edits with their friends safely. Download the Zigazoo app today. That's Z-I-G-A-Z-O-O. Ready to unlock a world of entertainment? Philips Roku TV has America's favorite TV streaming platform built in. So you can watch live TV, catch every game, discover must-see shows and hit movies, and get all the best streaming apps in one place, like iHeart, for all your favorite music, radio, and podcasts. Watch what you want, when you want. Immerse yourself in entertainment with premium 4K picture and sound for every budget, with sizes for every room. Find your perfect Philips Roku TV today, online or at your local Walmart and Sam's Club. This is the Nightcap on VSN, the Sports Betting Network. Keep it rolling here on the Nightcap on a Friday, and it feels light on the desk. I don't know. I mean, it's all right. We got we got we got Derek rocking the. Uh, is it is it a Stetson? No, no. Uh, this is uh this is from Greeley Hatworks, Greeley, okay. Colorado. Oh, okay. Perfectly fit, pure beaver, great hat. You know the uh the nickname of Stetson University, the Hatters. Yeah, I got a hat recently. Ooh. Yeah. Do you? Yeah. Cowboy hat? No, somebody went to Disney World in California. That's right. And brought me a Puckstradamus Mickey Mouse with the ears hat. I heard about that. The problem is that. my head is like a, a ten and a half, <laughs> and he brought like a seven. <laughs> <laughs> so it sits up here. I tried. I looked down. I looked down. I'm like, this is the biggest they got. So, uh, but I, the thought that counts. Yeah. I appreciate it. Buckstradamus trying to get it home. Not a good start in uh, down the road at T-Mobile. This is what they do. This is what they do. Yeah, this yeah. is what they do. They Time fall behind in-game. early, and you know, then they start scoring goals at a frenetic pace. Maybe I'll start. Maybe I'll take You're a look. Absolutely right. Then the end game comes. Uh, but again. The goal in the first ten. Yeah, don't the goal in the first five. Now. Good Lord. That's why we saw Banksy jumping up, because I know he bet goal first five minutes and goal in the first ten. <laughs> that is that is Banksy's go-to. I think the Flyers to score first was like juice to plus like three, plus 300, I think it was. That was a pretty big dog. I, yeah. don't, I don't remember the number. I looked at that, but I was betting the Golden Knights. I didn't want to go against myself. I don't know how that. They well, go goal in first ten here at uh, circa minus one fifty. So you're able to, you had to pay the juice, but uh, you're able to uh, to cash that. So we'll keep an eye on that for Sean, who is uh, on Knights puck line, laying minus one and a half. Uh, got that at minus one hundred two. So we pulling for Sean tonight. I got nothing tonight. So did anyone uh, in Survivor? Was anyone involved Thursday night? Out of the twenty three remaining people. I don't know. You find out tomorrow. Oh, that's right. That's right. You can't tell us till tomorrow. That's right. Yeah. When it comes out. My bad. <laughs> so we have 20. Can you imagine having the Vikings 1,000 to try and get 6 million and you're up 29 to 0? And you, you take a little break or make your sandwich. 
Yeah. Use the bathroom, you know, open a new bottle of wine, and you come back and Big Ben's driving. Well, you've got yeah. so you've got the the uh, availability matrix there sitting in front of you. Heading into week fourteen, uh, we've got look at this beautiful facts for Circus Survivor. Twenty three out of four thousand and eighty left. Two folks have two entries, so two of the twenty three right. have two. Um. Heading into this week, you've got Seattle. Everyone's got them available. Tennessee, everyone has them available. 20 out of 23 have the Chargers. 11 out of 23 have the Green Bay Packers. Now, remember, Green Bay plays on Christmas. Christmas is a week this year. Denver's got 10 out of 23, and then 6 out of 23 on Kansas City. Well, what a great graphic. Who, great who did, I mean, this is unbelievable. This, this is my whole story here. Yeah, <laughs> this is unbelievable. <laughs> Uh, yeah, but you guys nailed it on the graphic. I mean, with the 23 contestants left, obviously every one of these contestants know what they're doing. All 23 of them have either Green Bay or Arizona available. So the way it works out, there's one contestant that has both available. Green Bay and Arizona. And, they can play on Christmas Day. And um, all the rest of them have one or the other mm-hmm. for Christmas. So um, this surviving field knows what they're doing. Right. This, this is a this is a very sophisticated field here. So I liked it when I saw that. When you look at like this week in particular, you know, no one's taking Tennessee. All 23 have Tennessee available. Um, you've got 10 people have Denver available, and uh, 20 have the uh, Chargers available. So 23 people have the Titans. The Titans host the Jaguars this week. Eight-and-a-half-point favorite here at Circa, nine at other spots uh, in town. you got to think the majority of people in Survivor will be on Tennessee this week. No. <laughs> and what week were you eliminated there, conf- oh, confident oh. man? Why would you take Tennessee, though, when you can take the Chargers? And if Jake Fromm beats you, then you wouldn't make the win Survivor. Yeah, I mean, oh, Glennon's playing. Okay, that's not yeah, even. Yeah, I mean, no, yeah. that's Chargers, not even an upgrade. The Chargers are fine. I mean, the Chargers yeah. are certainly a fair option too against the Giants. Now, if you want to really get risky, I think the Jets are the play. Yeah, sure. Oh boy. Yeah, sure. Um, that that's the, why Sean was eliminated in week two. Listen, with two Jets entries. at home, New Orleans. I mean, they've already given up on the season. It's going to be freezing. Taysom Hill. I mean, what's the chances he scores? Right now, though, you know, you're you're handicapping what you have available. Mm-hmm. Everyone here clearly has their roadmap sure. laid out. But what comes down to is now you have to handicap the rest of the field. So, yeah, all 23 contestants have Tennessee available. But they have to now consider how many people they think will take Tennessee. Because if everybody jumps on Tennessee, and loses. you might have a better play. It's all about the game theory here, taking something else and hedging Edging out somewhere else. We, I would tell you one thing I thought was pretty cool. Um, quite a few of the um, of the uh, eligible contestants um, started wiring money in this week, and they've all reached out um, some pretty big wires. So we're, we're expecting some pretty good hedging action. So I mean, I at this point, you know, show the graphic again. You, you you show if if there was a chop right now. I mean, that's what you're bringing home. So I mean, you know, the value of each remaining. Uh, of contestant is $260,000. So uh, not too shabby to be at this spot. So, you know, just going back to 
Chargers or Titans. So once again, no Jets. Thanks, uh, thanks to this. I'm uh, just joking, people, about the Jets. Too. Yeah. Just, just... Thanks, to, thanks to this beauty. Um, so the Chargers still have a road game in Week 16 at Houston, and the Titans similarly play at Houston in Week 18. So it's you know six one half you know dozen the other. So um, that's the element. What 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 are you gonna? Keep in your back pocket. That right. that's really how you got to kind of play this thing out. And you know, I think I think most contestants will get through this week. But would... then it gets a little bit more difficult on Christmas and the week the week after there, where all of a sudden the number of eligible teams you have really start squeezing down here. So you really got to handicap the rest of the field. Yeah, and twenty three left. I mean it. It certainly feels like. We would think we're going to have one true champ. What would you What would you set? Because last year around this time, we, you know, you, Mike Palm, we were all kind of guessing. You know, Mitch and Paul were doing it. The over under on how many ultimately would you know finish and and the chop would be. We're sitting here with twenty three heading into week fourteen. Yeah, I mean, last year we had we had uh, thirty five people that went undefeated in the whole season. Right. We're down to twenty three, and we did that with one quarter of the amount of, amount of entrance. So, so now, yeah, down to twenty-three. Um, I think there's a decent chance this doesn't go doesn't go to week twenty. Yeah, I was gonna say. I mean, if you if it's over by week nineteen, it's over, right? Six million bucks to the to the winner, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so, going back to Tennessee, now I wouldn't utilize them looking at Christmas Day, but they are an option for Christmas. You have to remember that Tennessee is on that Thursday night, so. It's not only the two Christmas Day games, Green Bay hosting Cleveland, Arizona hosting Indianapolis. It is Tennessee hosting San Francisco. So you can, in theory, try to hold on to Tennessee, which might not be a bad play. I bet you, now thinking about it, I think the Chargers is probably the play this week, just so you can have in your back pocket the Titans, because the Titans in Week 18 do play Houston. So I think the Titans probably, just to have the Christmas Day insurance, the Titans would be the one to hold back. I would play the Chargers. I just don't know why we're talking about the Titans. Like, you know, they're just guaranteed. The Titans have losses this year to the Jets and the Texans. Oh, I know. Well, you're in week 14. You, you <laughs> got to start picking some They've games. lost two in a row. I mean, you I, start I know what that line says, teams. but what's the difference between the Jags, Jets, and Texans? Like, they already have lost to the Texans and Jets. No, you're right. True. You're I'm not, right. not trusting the Titans. Yeah. I, I'm, I mean, yeah. I, I don't disagree. Man, know? I'm not saying what, like, if, if you're going to the Titans, you are, but just I wouldn't feel comfortable using yeah. the Titans, like, especially now with all the injuries they have on offense. I mean, you know, the one team that uh, gained a little value in Survivor recently, um, and all contestants have this team. Now, they're not going to use them this week. We're not going to use them next week. But this is a team that you – don't know if it could make a difference. But we come to the last week of the season. What is it, January 9th? Mm-hmm. There's a team out there that is lurking. It might be the Detroit Lions. Ooh. And the reason I say that, you would think normally Lions would be a 14-point uh, underdog against Green Bay. But if Green Bay can run the table. They got the number one seed locked up. You don't know if they're going to sit everybody on that last week. Mm-hmm. The Lions have played tight football the last four games. It's really been unbelievable. And and if you get to a situation where Green Bay sits everybody, all of a sudden the Lions become 
a team that could impact survival. 23 contestants left heading into week 14. So we have 14, 15, 16, 17, Christmas, 18, 19, 20. Seven more weeks? Did I do that right? Yeah. Right. By the way, what an accomplishment. Congratulations for getting this far. Yeah. No question. <laughs> Now's the time no to make some cash. Speaking of cash, we've got Big Balls Play of the Week wired in. It's the nightcap here on VC. This is the Nightcap on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. The VSIN Bowl Betting Guide is almost here with everything you need to bet Sparter on every bowl game. Season starts a week from today, folks. This year's guide provides matchup analysis on every bowl game, including insights, trends, data, and predictions to help you make your best bets. The game is designed, the guide is designed, good job reading, to give you an edge whether you are betting on every game, playing contests, or just want to find a few key hot, uh, value props. The guide drops on Monday, December 13th. Make sure you get your copy today for only $19.99. Head on over to vcin.com slash Subscribe alongside Sean King and Derek Stevens. I am Tim Murray. It is the nightcap here on VEASAN. Uh, I was kicking this around, so we're going to have a little friendly competition. Yeah, on the bowl games. But I think the the group, Banksy, Big Balls, our crew back there, we all need to get involved. What Almost like a March Madness thing. Yeah. We pick every, like every game against the spread and okay. see who wins. Keep it entertaining. Yeah. Make updates. Maybe we'll do a... a We'll add more work to Aaron's plate. We'll do an update, you know, graphic every day where we stand on the standings. It starts in a week. So tomorrow or next week when we come in, we will have two games under our belt, and we'll know who's in the lead already. So we'll have the Bahamas Bowl. That's uh, that's what kicks us off next uh, next Friday. Next Toledo Friday, and Middle right. Tennessee. So uh, I'm ready. I'm ready. What is, uh, what is bowl action like for you guys? Usually good? Or... Yeah, I would say usually it's pretty good, but uh... – you know, I I, I I was asked a question on a, on a Detroit radio show today, and uh, they were asking, what's the, what's the story with uh, Georgia-Michigan? We talked through mm-hmm. it. And, the, and then, obviously, Michigan State-Pitt was yeah. a big, big question. Sure. And I said, you know, the volume's not there. And it's not there because there is so much uncertainty. Right. You know, Michigan State currently, we're, we're holding it with uh, Michigan State as one and a hook right now. Yep. And a lot of other places are at a one. And the the issue is, how do you bet this game? Is Pickett playing or not? Or or now you got to handicap handicap which kids are going to play and which kids aren't. Yeah, we had this conversation uh, earlier this week, and I asked him, you know, how he felt about, for instance, yesterday. If you'd have asked me, I love Notre Dame. Yep. Today, not so much. Justin Hamilton, Kyron Williams, both declare for the draft. Right. That's arguably. Their most productive offensive player and their best overall player now. Yeah, well, Kyle, I'm Hamil- Kyle Hamilton. I think if you talk to Matt Medcalf here or other you know odds makers, I think it was baked in that he he hasn't played since the USC right. game, and they've kind of turned things around. But Kyron Williams, Kyron Williams too. has has really played well. Uh, but you know, Chris Andrews over at the South Point, I asked him how this affects the line. Notre Dame, Oklahoma State. He said a half point. I asked uh, another odds maker in town. He said it didn't affect it. Now, that's odds maker. You're a coach. You're a player. You know what hit that player means. Here's another interesting aspect to that game, though. Their Oklahoma State has one of the best uh, assistants in the entire country, and Jim Knowles 
he's not coaching. He's out. He's going to Ohio State. It was wondering, will he stay? Will he coach? And uh, it officially came out today or was reported today. He's not coaching. So what does that mean to the line? It's a, it's a very betting bowl season, Derek, as you well know. It's a very tricky science. You know, sometimes you can get ahead of the curve and, you know, bet on motivation and all of that. And sometimes you get burned with, you know, a situation like this. Yeah, I'm going to wait. I'm going to wait till day of probably for all my bowl bets this year. There's too much movement. And the part that hasn't happened yet, with every new job, these new guys have to fill their staff out. So it's going to be a lot more movement than's already happened. Tony Elliott got Virginia today. Mm-hmm. You see Venables is starting to fill out his Oklahoma staff. I saw uh, Oregon hire. Was it Dan Lanning? No, that has been refuted. Okay. Uh, so folks in Atlanta say that Dan Lanning is going to uh, Oregon, but then the folks out west say, hold on, okay, nothing official yet. So that's kind of been a, a weird situation there. But, yeah, no, it, it's – it's a bizarre, bizarre time when it you comes know, to You know, from a betting perspective, um, obviously with some of the volatility, what you have here, you know, I'm a big fan of, of, of people betting teasers mm-hmm. um, in the NFL. Yeah, not college. Um, in college right now, the risk element of the volatility, you're going to have a lot of blowouts. You're going to have, you know, double-digit dogs winning outright by 30. Yep. And you're going to have that. So this is obviously not bowl season, not what you want to what, where you want to bet a teaser. No. And it makes it very difficult for guys like Metcalf and crew. How do you put up an alternate line? Because you have extreme liability mm-hmm. on alternate lines. It becomes this is a nightmare. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I I I was joking with uh, we were talking to Tony Miller from the Golden Nugget yesterday, and I was joking with him. I'm like, look, we don't usually sympathize with bookmakers because <laughs> you win, you beat us constantly. But I do feel bad. This is kind of it's almost you know a little bit like the NFL draft, where you have to be on top of so many different things. You know, the NFL draft. As I mean, I remember you came in draft night <laughs> with with Nicole, and and she reminded us it was a bloodbath uh, because. It, it is really hard, and I think that, you know, the bowl season, you know, like you said, Derek, I mean, how motivated is Miami? They lose their coach, kind of, uh, those players may not be happy, how the, the circumstance was, uh, you know, uh, divided out with Manny Diaz, and now they got to go to El Paso. Like, no offense yeah. to the great people of El Paso. I'm sure it's a fine place, but December 31st for a 21-year-old in El Paso probably isn't the most desirable location to be. So here's a little nugget. A lot of times the thing that gets overlooked is who is going to call the plays in these bowl games. So for you guys that are watching and listening, I really pay attention to, if you like a game, who the actual coordinators are going to be. A lot of times you have an experienced coordinator like uh, the one leaving Oklahoma State. Who else is on that defensive staff that's called plays before? Who's going to call the defense in the bowl game? You know, that's that's a really, really big deal. You know, I remember um, – I was at USF. Willie Taggart had taken the Oregon job. Fortunately for us, we had someone on the staff that had been a head coach and an OC, so we didn't miss a beat. But it could have been, even if it was me, somebody calling a game for the first time. And, you know, there's a lot of volatility in that. So that's what I look to. Who is actually going to call the plays on game day in some of these bowls? All right, a couple more things before we let – Derek run and uh, enjoy his the hat. Saturday evening, <laughs> Friday evening. I jumped. Uh, I jumped ahead there. Hey, that was some great info, Sean. Yeah. Thank you. You're welcome. On behalf of a VCN listener, thank yeah. you very much. You're welcome. <laughs> that was awesome. Uh, we've got we've got Big Balls Play of the Week. 
and uh, he has let us know he likes his double-digit dogs. Nice. Going with the hometown team. He's going Las Vegas plus the 10 okay. at Kansas City. This was 9.5. Now he's gotten to 10 pretty much across the board. You know, a couple weeks ago, Kansas City comes to town. They're only a 2.5-point favorite, and now the line has moved Seven and a half points. Now we've got the DraftKings lineup there, and that still remains at nine and a half. But uh, he's going to take the points of the hometown team. What do we think? I like it. Yeah. I, I just, again, I don't think Kansas City is capable of covering these large numbers unless the other team self destructs. If Denver just kicks the field goal before halftime and makes the game 10 6 at halftime instead of going for it on fourth and two for some unknown reason, uh, Vic said in the post game press conference, well, you know, field goals aren't going to win. Your defense had given up 10 points in the half. You know, I think sometimes when people play the Chiefs, they get caught up in what they used to be as opposed to what they are. They are not lighting up the scoreboard, so it's very difficult for them to cover these big numbers. I like the Raiders. I just wish I was super confident that the good Derek Carr was going to show up. I'm, I'm, what, what te- you just had a graphic that came up, but I think this is a huge element for the Raiders. It, where, where's Waller at? He's out. He's out. He's definitely He's out. Definitely yeah. out. Yeah. He's definitely out. He's definitely out. Oof. Yeah, what a what a change in that offense of Waller's playing versus not playing. Yeah, but uh, obviously that's why the number ran to a ten. Yeah, and uh, yeah, I think people are looking at Kansas City and and firing away. Um, we got a UFC fight in town uh, tomorrow night. It's gonna be a good one. Amanda Nunes, right? Amanda Nunez, yeah, yeah. and uh, we've got Poirier back at it against uh, Oliveira. Uh, what do you got going on? You got a watch party at the D, right? Yeah, we got a watch party in Barcana at the D. Uh, should be a great, great. Uh, Great, great fight. Um, yeah. So demand demands there. I mean, these UFC fights are just unbelievable. I mean, I don't want to be a Dana White fanboy, but I am a Dana White fanboy. I mean, <laughs> he does a good he job. Goes down, he goes down, hangs yeah. out, all he that. I, I was like, like, how do you come up with this stuff? It's so good. So good. I like the volume. He's always giving you something to yeah. consume, Yeah. which is kind of the opposite. Even though boxing's gotten better last quarter of 21, but overall UFC just gives you more pro- product to consume. So they feed your lust. For that entertainment, so shout out to Dana White. Does a great job. You got those. I mean, first off, you got the fight nights uh, that are on ESPN Plus, and then the pay per views pump out. Uh, and uh, Nunez here at Circa, she might. This you guys have the cheapest price on Amanda Nunez in town. Yeah, I so we took a little bit of uh, we took a little bit of money on the other side. I think. Yeah, minus eight eighty for Amanda Nunez. Who, now this is a rematch, right? Against this girl, or, or is this the first time she fought? No, no, we need it. We need oh. to call up uh, Dave Ross for that one. Yeah. Uh, Juliana Pena uh, is who she will be fighting uh, tomorrow night. And then Poirier against Oliveira. Uh, Poirier right now minus $1.45 here. Before we uh, let Derek go, can you text Banksy after this segment and tell him <laughs> to go in the locker room and tell the Knights that we need him to pick it up a little bit? I mean, look at the Flyers. Flyers had a little pop. They had a little jump in their skate here. New coat, the whole thing. I mean, they got a little something going on. That is Derek Stevens. We will talk to him next week. Talk to Bowl games, got a lot to talk to. We'll be back. It is the nightcap here on VEASAN. As someone who lives for politics, when a major scandal unfolds, it was shocking. I have to know, what were they thinking? Backroom deals. Huge amounts of money. CIA secrets. Sets off a firestorm in Washington. Affairs. No way this guy's got a mistress. Corruption. I knew I was a dead man. Warning, it's even messier than you thought. United States of Scandal with Jake Tapper, Sunday at 9 on CNN.
Welcome to the Scene to Scene podcast. I am your host, Valerie Complex. Today, I am chatting with Ji Young Yu. Ji Young stars as co-lead in the six-part limited series, Expats. I think I learn a little bit with every character that I play. I think usually I play a character and it causes enough introspection that I learn something about myself. I honestly can't gush enough about Freaky Tales. I'm so excited to share it with more people. If you like what you hear, be sure to review, like, and subscribe to the Scene to Scene podcast. Have you heard about the social media platform for kids? It's called Zigazoo. It's a great place where kids like me can come together to make fun videos. Zigazoo is moderated by real, live people who review content before it's posted on the feed. I especially love the dance challenges. So much fun. Oh, and there's no comments or messaging, so you don't get any of that negativity that's all over other social networks. Oh, my friends love it. I love that it's kids-safe COPPA certified. Uh, I don't know what that means. It means it has built-in privacy protections for your online data. Uh, that's great, but I wouldn't be doing Zigazoo if it wasn't fun. She would not be doing it if I didn't think her data was safe. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network. For kids! <laughs> Download the Zigazoo app today. Ready to unlock a world of entertainment? Philips Roku TV has America's favorite TV streaming platform built in. So you can watch live TV, catch every game, discover must-see shows and hit movies, and get all the best streaming apps in one place, like iHeart, for all your favorite music, radio, and podcasts. Watch what you want, when you want. Immerse yourself in entertainment with premium 4K picture and sound for every budget, with sizes for every room. Find your perfect Philips Roku TV today, online or at your local Walmart and Sam's Club. This is the Nightcap on VSIN, the sports betting network. Welcome back in this segment of the Nightcap being brought to you by Zen Nicotine Pouches, a fresh way to enjoy nicotine without all the baggage of cigarettes, dip, or vape. No more smelling like an ashtray, no more spit cups, and no batteries to charge or leaky equipment to deal with. Zen Nicotine Pouches are a smoke-free, spit-free, and available in 10 varieties like spearmint, wintergreen, citrus, and many more. For your convenience, each variety comes in two strengths, so you can easily find the satisfaction level that's perfect for you. Zinn, America's number one nicotine pouch, is available in over 100,000 locations nationwide, meaning it's never been easier to find your Zinn. So head on over to Zinn.com slash find to locate a store near you. That's Z-Y-N.com slash find. This product does contain nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Alongside Super Bowl champ Sean King, I am Tim Murray. William Carlson, back of the net with 59, or sorry, 49 seconds to go in the first period. Makes my co-host happy. That's more like it. One-to-one now, Golden Knights and the Flyers. And uh, I know it is a a very popular play to look at first period overs. And you are cashing that right now because that was one and a half. Juice to the over, minus 135. Get that goal in the final minute. So over in the first period with the Knights and the Flyers. Sean, once again, on the puck line tonight. Yes. Rolling with the Knights. Yeah, I'm cool with this. I just wanted to get to the end of this period tied. Yep. And that's what you got. One-to-one after one period just down the road at T-Mobile Arena. Knights and Flyers. I was trying to see if we could see Banksy there behind the net. I know, right? Uh, he wasn't... Uh, 
he wasn't there, but as Derek let us know, thanks again, as always, to Derek Stevens. Uh, he said, yeah, I'm sure Banksy betting that first goal in five minutes and ten minutes. Was, I'm going to tell uh, him that he should happy. be like Mark Davis and always wear white so we can see him easier. Um, I was just about that. What do you have in the Winnipeg-Vancouver game? Vancouver and over. Well, over looking good, two to one after one period. But, Vancouver or Winnipeg? Uh, Vancouver. Okay. What's the score in the Panther game? Uh, Panthers leading 3-1. No score, no okay. goals. I have Panthers and under. There we go. Yep. All right. So we're, we're pulling for Sean Puckstradamus' six-leg right. hockey parlay tonight. Yeah, straight bet on the Golden Knights puck line, though. So right. we, will, uh, we will be yeah. keeping an eye on that. A lot I, see, of... I see a 7-1 Knights win. And I should get in on it. I mean, I might have to take a look at what we what we're doing in game here. The alternate total was eight and a half, so it makes me feel pretty good. It's gonna be a high scoring game. Uh, we have a light college football slate. Um, what am I gonna do Saturday? I know. Well, we got the reason. Well, with a light co- college football slate, we have to call in the experts to prepare us for tomorrow, which is a Huge college basketball. college basketball slate. Jim Root going to join us uh, at the top of the hour. We will uh, chat with him, get his thoughts. I was looking at the board. I haven't made any plays yet, and I'm going to ask Jim because Jim is, you know, like a lot of things. You know, when we're, when we're looking at prop bets, we have Brad and we have mm-hmm. you know, Charch on, and we like to, you know, be, we have our thoughts, and then it's nice to hear smart people agree with you. We've got another Shaka dog situation really yep home shock a dog marquette five and a half but they're playing ucla so we'll see we'll see what uh we'll see if we keep rolling with the uh shaka as a dog theme he is four and two this year ats as a dog at marquette and all four of those games have been outright wins so we'll see if they can pull off the stunner against ucla but we'll get to college hoops top of the hour but let's uh, let's keep it rolling with the NFL here. Uh, the Lions, not only will they be without DeAndre Swift, they will now be at without Jamal Williams. So Detroit taking on Denver, Denver laying ten and a half, and you know I I almost hate bringing this up uh, in this sense, but the tragedy that came uh, across the you know the wire yesterday. Uh, so so devastating the the death of Demarius Thomas at just 33 years old, knowing what he meant to that organization. Once again, I hate even bringing it up, but are the players? How do the players react to the ones that have played with him, Sean? Just knowing what that that stadium will be like on Sunday uh, with the tragic passing of Demarius Thomas, is this a a motivating factor for Denver on Sunday? Oh. I think it's something that will be on their mind. I think their performance in Kansas City, or lack thereof, mm-hmm. will be a bigger motivator, you know, because they still, if you look at these standings, if the playoffs started right now, you know, Denver's in that next group. So they still feel like they can make the playoffs. I thought this was a great spot to take Denver because I thought it was a letdown spot for the Lions. Sure. Finally win a game. Mm-hmm. You know, now you go from indoors, even though it's cold in Detroit, you play indoors, you got to play outside Denver inclement weather. Denver's coming off of a game, a division game, where they had a chance to win it and just didn't perform. So I'm sure they're biting at the bit. Can't wait to get back and, and correct the mistake. So I, I like Denver to cover this number. You know, not having 
either of your top two running backs has got to be something that, you know, is going to impact Detroit. And I just don't think Jared Goff has an elite arm. And so for guys that don't have big-time arms, you get outside, it's cold, ball's a little slippier, you know, it's windy, you know, mentally you're not sure that it's going to go where you throw it. So I, I could very easily, you know, especially with Denver's defense, I mean, they're playing at a high level. I mean, they just went to Kansas City and held the Chiefs to 16 points because the 22 they got off the interception return. So, I mean, they're feeling confident about who they are and what they're capable of doing. So I can see them shutting Detroit out. I like Denver. It seems like a big number, but I'm telling you, halftime, it'll be 21-3, to and you'll be like, you know, what was I thinking? Why didn't I just ride with the Broncos? Yeah, and this number has gone up. You know, yesterday it was yeah, you said 10 and a half? It's at 10 and a half now. It opened at what, nine, nine and a half? Uh, I think you could even get eight and a halves uh, with Denver uh, yeah. earlier this week. And it has, it has been moving towards Denver and uh, now at 10 and a half. Uh, once again, no De- DeAndre Swift, which we knew, and then Jamal Williams. That was the, the, uh, the new news. Um, speaking of big spreads, and, you know, this is a team that, when we did our predictions of who's going to make uh, the playoffs and who's going to win divisions, you said the Chargers could win the AFC West. That's your prediction right now. And uh, it starts on Sunday. They're hosting the Giants. And the Giants will be starting Mike Glennon at quarterback. Um, uh, Chargers laying nine here at Circa, nine and a half elsewhere uh, in some spots. You see it right there. DraftKings as well. Uh, is nine and a half with the Chargers. Chargers win big in this spot? If they were healthy, I think I would definitely be siding with with L.A. here. But, you know, Keenan Allen's not going to play. You know, Mike Williams was up in the air. Now it looks like he's going to play. Yeah. You know, you would think that their confidence is, is, is where it's supposed to be. I just don't trust them defensively. You know, I just think that defense is so inconsistent. They struggle to stop the run. You know, I just could see the Giants backdoor covering this number. You know, so. And you see Keenan Allen uh, with the list of, of injuries. I mean, that game right there, you know, Daniel Jones is out. Uh, Kadarius Toney out. Adore Jackson out. And then for the Chargers, Asante Samuel Jr. still out. Keenan Allen dealing with COVID. He now, is out. I, I will say this. If Galladay and uh, Sterling can't play at wide receiver. I don't even know who they would trot out. <laughs> I mean, then I probably would be looking like the under is the play. What is it, 43? From not mistaken, what is that? Uh, 43, 43 and a half, depending yeah. on where you look. You can get 43 and a half. So I'd like follow it. I'd, I'd wait and, and see till they make a decision. But if Sterling Shepard and Galladay aren't available and uh, Kadarius Tony's already been ruled out, I mean, that's their top three wideouts. So earlier in the show when we were kind of breaking down um, – Survivor, you think jokingly, but sometimes no, I never serious. Know. With the so Jets, you, why do you like the Jets in this spot? Well, you're taking a team in New Orleans that plays indoors. Yeah. Now they're going to New York. It's going to be freezing. They're playing a team that. How do you get motivated to go play the Jets? Yet the Jets, they got well, the motivating factor for the Saints is they still have a chance to make the playoffs. Yeah, mathematically, but the guys that are at practice and see Taysom Hill throw the ball <laughs> at practice, they know they don't really have a chance to to make the playoffs. So, <laughs> having said that, the Jets, you know, coming off a game against the Eagles where offensively they put up some points, you know, so they're feeling confident. They have Zach Wilson, you know, back. I'm sure he wants to. You know, start this last stretch of the season and try and put some, some, some better stuff on his resume. So they still have some, some motivation. If, if I'm looking at the Jets the right way, from just a inside the locker room personnel standpoint, 
Granted, the Saints are, are, are pretty salty on defense, but this is out of their element. And I just like the Jets. I think the Jets are a sneaky home dog in this one. All right. Mostly sunny. Some breeze. Temps in the 40s. So not too when cold. When you play indoors and you all of a sudden end up outdoors and it's anything <laughs> under 50, is freezing. Uh, also, Darren Waller, as we talked about, he is uh, out again for the Raiders. Derek Carr's uh, number one target there, out for Las Vegas as they head to Kansas City. That's Sean King. I'm Tim Murray. we got bankroll next hour. Jim Root coming up top of the hour. Massive college basketball slate. We'll break it down for you right here on the Nightcap. Have you heard about the social media platform for kids? It's called Zikazoo. It's a great place where kids like me can come together to make fun videos. Videos moderated by real people who review content before it's posted to the feed. I love the dance challenges. I love that it's Kids Safe COPPA certified. Uh, I don't know what that means. It means it has built-in privacy protections for your online data. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network. For kids. <laughs> Download the Zigazoo app today. CNN Underscore's Guide to Sleep has tons of recommendations for products that can help you get the best night's sleep ever. All right, let's face it. Most of us have had trouble falling or staying asleep at some point. And there are a lot of products and hacks claiming to be the solution to our sleepless nights. That's why the CNN Underscored team spend hundreds of hours testing products to find the ones that can make a huge difference in the quality of your slumber. Visit Underscore.com now for our ultimate guide to getting better sleep. Hi, I'm Antonia Blythe, and this is 20 Questions on Deadline. Joining me today is Alison Bree. Welcome, Allison. We got second place in my seventh grade lip sync contest for one of the songs on that album. The one that was like, you've already won me over. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. It's a very all slow. The, all the options. In spite of me. Like, what did we do? It's so slow. <laughs> Don't forget to listen to 20 Questions on Deadline. Thank you again, Allison. Thank you. Are you looking to step up to a 4K smart TV? One that gives you unparalleled clarity and picture resolution? Then we've got good news for you. Because the Vizio 65-inch V-Series 4K smart TV is now just 348 With all your favorite apps built in, you can stream straight out of the box. You can even sing along to all your favorite music and radio on the iHeartRadio app. Looking for a smaller or bigger screen? Vizio offers unbeatable prices on all V-Series 4K smart TVs. Head to Walmart.com today and score the 4K TV you've been waiting for.